Welcome to Beltway Talk, the podcast of the American International Automobile Dealers Association, where we examine the intersection between Washington politics and the auto retail industry. I'm your host, Hannah Oliver. Today's episode of Beltway Talk is brought to you by DealerOps. Track every aspect of your automotive group with reports and applications for each employee and department in your organization to increase bottom line profitability. Find out more at AIADA.org. Today I'm talking with Rebecca Steele, who is the Director of Emerging Technologies Policy at Toyota Motor North America. She's an expert in all things related to digital advocacy, and I'm excited to have her with us again to talk to dealers about how they can be effective advocates for their businesses in the digital and social advocacy space. Welcome to Beltway Talk, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Well, you were one of the first guests on our podcast, um, So, but for those who might have missed you the first time around, and because a lot has changed since then, introduce yourself to Beltway Talk listeners and tell us what you do for Toyota here in D.C. Absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's crazy how much has happened just in the in the political and the advocacy space in the last like three years since I was on on the show. So my name is Rebecca Steele. Uh, I am the director of Emerging Technologies Policy at Toyota. I'm in our government affairs office in Washington, D.C., coming to you live from the my house in the Capitol today. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my role, uh, I oversee and manage our digital advocacy. So how we as government affairs use digital to influence policy. And then I lobby on um, a set of technology issues um, in, in the policy space. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what Toyota has been up to in the advocacy space recently. Um, especially as it relates to dealers, obviously, but I know you guys received the Grassroots Innovation Award from the Public Affairs Council for your digital campaign last fall. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that? Happy to. Thanks for asking. Um, We're very proud because we won won the award. Um, It was a team effort, but taking a step back, what kind of led us to put together what ended up being um, our submission for that award was the fact that we were going to be in an all-virtual environment for the foreseeable future in 2020. And we really wanted to see how we were gonna maintain and figure out how to maintain our advocacy presence and connection with our advocates. And that includes our dealers. Mm -hmm. So we have the Toyota Lexus Dealer Advocacy Network. So all of our Toyota and Lexus dealers are part of it. So hello, Tildan members, if you're listening, Um, we appreciate you, thank you. Uh, So we organize uh, different programs you know, in any given year to engage our dealers and get them engaged in Washington, D.C. and at the state level if necessary. So for all of our advocates, the challenge was how do you do that in 2020 in a virtual Mm -hmm. environment? And so we really approached it from a mindset of how do we not just Zoomify, you know, what we had done in previous years? Mm -hmm. um, And how do we add value um, and see what the pandemic kind of freed us to do um, in terms of what we could offer our members since things were virtual. So with that mindset, um, we came up with several different components um, of our advocacy you know, calendar and events that we were going to do. And a few of them really touched on the dealers. Um, our dealers were able to participate in Virtual Washington Week, mm-hmm. uh, which was essentially where instead of having a big flying where we brought everyone to D.C., we put together a series of events that our advocates, including our dealers, were invited to. So uh, our our kind of overall program that we did 
had uh, an incentivization for our employees to participate in advocacy. We had this virtual Washington week bringing Washington and politics to our advocates like our dealers. Um, then we also did a series of explainer videos called Take Fives, which the Tildad members will be familiar with, kind of explaining what was at stake in 2020, because it was a really big year for policy and particularly politics um, um, in mm-hmm. our country. What do you think your dealers liked most about the whole experience, Becca? I think they liked that we provided them a unique perspective that they weren't getting elsewhere. So for one example, during our virtual Washington week, we had Bob Carter, head of sales, um, interview Jonathan Swan, who's a political reporter. And so we invited Mm -hmm. all of our dealers to dial in and they were able to hear this conversation between Bob Carter and Jonathan Swan. And this was before the election. Swan covered the Trump White House. It was a really engaging and dynamic conversation that the dealers wouldn't have been able to, you know, any, no one would have been able to see Mm -hmm. had we not been able to put it together. So that's an example of something you think where we brought unique value to our dealers um, and gave them an insight um, that was really helpful for them um, as they, as they were looking at the 2020 election and what was going to, what was going to happen. So that was one example, you know, we want to be a resource for our dealers um, and however we can, you know, connect with them. We have someone in our office always right now we have the new person rotating into that position, Jason Keller. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is fantastic. And he serves as our dealer policy uh, liaison, lets us know what's important to the dealers. He helps us figure out how to best advocate with them. Um, and it's just fantastic to always have that connection to our dealers and for our dealers to have someone um, that they can reach out to, you know, in addition to the head of our government affairs office that we can provide them information on what's going on because we really look at them as a a key part of our grassroots community. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, That kind of segues well into my next question of how are you maintaining dealer advocacy momentum going forward in 2021? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, We're always thinking of how to keep our advocates engaged. Uh, We never want to just be in the position where you only hear from us when we need something, right? We should be providing value to you. Um, as you very well know at AIDA, you guys do this fantastically. We should provide value to you throughout throughout the year. So we have a series of conversations that I know our head of office um, and Jason are doing with dealers around policy issues that may affect them um, at the state level. We often are thinking about um, as we move forward in 2021, different events similar to the Swan Carter conversation that we can put together for our dealers. So I think we are now in an environment where folks are comfortable hopping on a Zoom to hear a conversation um, and mm-hmm. we can take advantage of that and provide a valuable content in 2021. It's going to be a lot of issues on the table that obviously affect our dealers. Um, and so we want to make sure that they have a great source of information um, and that they are ready to talk about their business um, and how policy might impact their businesses. Yeah, definitely. And um, so let's talk a little bit about the current digital advocacy environment. Um, And, you know, we talk about how dealers and everyone can stay involved, but what are some specific ways the dealers can stay involved and engaged with their lawmakers and what's happening in Washington right now? And what role do you see social media playing in all of this? That's a fantastic question. You know, I just said, oh, with with this whole virtual year of Mm -hmm. 2020, right? So digital plays a huge role, 
both pre-pandemic, you know, and kind of when we're opened back up, people spend a ton of time on their screens. That's where they're consuming their information. And it's really another medium to reach people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you think of digital advocacy, I think of it as just another another touch point to reach lawmakers. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean always asking for something from a lawmaker. It doesn't have to be always tweet a position on a bill or why a bill would impact your dealership, although that's really important. You're also fantastic ambassadors as dealers um, for what Toyota and Lexus stand for. Um, and so our dealers, you know, we we really encourage them to just share the great things that they're doing in their mm-hmm. community um, via social media and via digital because they're really pillars of their community. Um, and these lawmakers and their staffs, when they see that, they understand, you know, just how vital a dealership is um, for these for these different communities that they're a part of. So I really encourage folks to think about using social media as a way to tell your story. Um, just like you might do a new segment on a charitable drive that you're doing, um, mm-hmm. consider sharing that on social media so that folks know, you know, what you're what you're up to in the community. If they miss that one news segment, um, they might be able to see it somewhere else. And, you know, let if, if you're a Toyota or Lexus dealer, let us know when you do those great things, because we then use digital to amplify that as well. So, you know, you're the best um, spokesperson for your dealership, but we'll amplify it in any way that we can. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, we have our um, dealers do good kind of initiative that we've been working on. So something kind of similar, you know, of amplifying what dealers are doing in their local communities, um, because it kind of just builds currency and builds relevance and credibility for them, I think. Um, Absolutely. And during the pandemic, I mean, every, you know, just the amazing stories of dealers doing good, you know, we're everywhere. And we wanted to make sure that lawmakers saw that and constituents saw that um, and that we were able to you know, support, support our dealers, um, both via policy, but also spreading the message of the the good things that they do, because they're such a vital part of our, our communities here in America. Yeah, they definitely are. Um, looking ahead to the next few years, Becca, what do you see changing in the digital advocacy space? Um, I know so much has changed, obviously, just in the last year, but are there new trends you're seeing on the horizon that dealers should prepare for, or new tools you think they should kind of have in their arsenal to enhance their advocacy skills? So what I'm focusing on is this just, and this isn't new, but I can get intensified during the pandemic, the amount of information and noise that people are getting every day, the amount of mm-hmm. info that you can consume. So how are people curating that information? What are their trusted sources of information? Um, and how do you get your message into those trusted sources? As you know, we have this diversified media landscape where you don't have as many traditional gatekeepers as before, mm-hmm. right? Not the the five you know major networks that you can tune into, and if it's on there, everyone in America has seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with 2020 and digital just accelerating. Um, you have so many more channels and folks that people turn to. So I think as a dealer, I would focus on, you know, you're a trusted source of information. Um, So that gives you a lot of credibility. So Mm -hmm. taking that and not being afraid to share your story. I know most dealers aren't shy, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But take that story and share it. And when I say your story, it's your economic story, your employment impact, what you do for your community, um, and then what you're seeing, what your consumers want, what are these different trends, right? Like you're 
you're on the front lines of the marketplace um, and you're seeing the changes that are happening. So I think that using digital um, and using your platform in this cacophonous you know, environment mm-hmm. we live in now, you will really stand out. And so you don't want to be silent um, because you're, the void is going to be filled by something else that may not be helpful or even harmful um, for our business. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know last time that you were on, you offered dealers some helpful tips on how to engage with their elected officials um, on issues via Facebook or Twitter. Um, can you do the same this time? You know, tell us what are the best ways to make sure elected officials hear from dealers loud and clear? Yes. Great question. Uh, so you always want to contact your elected officials, cardinal rule number one, who represent you. Um, so make sure that you're contacting your senator, what, whatever it is, whether it's phone, email, like the, your, your senators and the person that represents you. That's always important. Our dealers know that, but I always like to say it um, because sometimes you, I do this as myself. I live in DC. I don't have senators, but I want to write up someone, you know, because I'm frustrated mm-hmm. about something or I want them to hear from the auto industry. So focus on who your members are. Um, then you want to make sure that you are coming up with a story that sticks and is memorable to them. Um, so if you're tweeting something at a member of Congress, like, Hey, check this out. Um, it should be something that like they care about because it's happened in their community, right. Or it's personal to you. So for example, with the tariff fight, dealers were sharing on social media, what, uh, tariff on auto imports would Mm -hmm. do to their business. So really specific impact and members of Congress um, and their staffs are really looking like most of us are personal stories stand out. So any sort of personal story, whether it's about you or an employee and how something might impact them is really going to stand out again in this like crowded landscape. So use Facebook and Twitter, whether you're doing your own posts or if your member of Congress posts on Facebook and is asking for feedback on something, or if they said, you know, how did XYZ policy impact my community? I want to hear from you, you know, share that story in the comments. Another great way to do that and kind of cut through the noise um, is that is Toyota our dealers, you know, can come to us. And so when they have issues, you know, they can come to us and we can help elevate them um, because we're a government affairs operation um, to the appropriate folks and make sure that those stories are together. And then we can also kind of serve as the bundler where we see a lot of different, you know, we're hearing from a bunch of different dealers and we see trends or patterns um, and then we're able to help pull that together into a story. So I think the key is to think about what your individual impact is Mm -hmm. and then share that on social media. Um, and, and, you know, reach out to, if you're Toyota, reach out to us, um, and we'll, we'll help make sure that that gets out there. Okay. Um, well, Becca, it has really been good having you back with us on Beltway Talk. Um, is there anything we missed today before we wrap up that you kind of wanted to touch on? Just that we're a community, you know, whether it's in the Toyota Lexus community, AIDA, all the dealerships writ large in the nation. Um, And when we come together and share um, stories about what impacts us, um, and I use the the royal us, um, whether it's at a Toyota dealership or another dealership, uh, it's heard. It matters. You have a huge, huge economic footprint. Um, and we're, we want to continuously, you know, build communities here, um, that we can then use to share our stories and make sure that we get policies that help us continue 
to grow and have a strong auto industry in the U.S. So I just want to say thanks to everyone that's tuning in. You know, you're engaged. You're wanting to be part of these advocacy communities that we um, set up. And we just appreciate your advocacy and appreciate everything y'all do over at AADA uh, to, to help us spread the word and to keep our community growing. Definitely. Well, it's been great having you with us, Becca. Um, I'm sure we'll want to um, link back up again on Beltway Talk and hear more about all the great things you guys are doing over there at Toyota. Well, thank you. Happy to come on anytime. Um, and hopefully next time it'll be in person. Thanks, Becca. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, Becca. That wraps up this episode of Beltway Talk. As a note, make sure and follow AIADA on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook for regular content and information on what we're doing in Washington and how you can get involved. Join us again next time for Beltway Talk.